On this episode of Resi Week, Snap AV to go public. IMCCA is joining Cedia Expo and Biamp for work from home. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is Resi Week, episode 276, Bubble Up Solutions. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Daylight, the leading producer of high-quality projection screens worldwide. Welcome to this episode of Resi Week. This is your weekly roundup of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matt D. Scott for AV Nation. TV. And this week, I'm pleased to be joined by two of my good friends. First, we have Mr. Ken Eagle. He's the Senior Global Director of Training for Athlona. How you doing, Ken? Awesome. Thanks, Matt. Good to be here. Thank you for joining us. And we have Richard Uncle Richie Fergosa. He's the principal at Fergosa Design. How you doing, Uncle Richie? Good. Mellow West Coast greetings. It's uh, getting warmer out here. It's baseball season. Having a good time. Yeah, we're not getting baseball season this year up here. Go Braves. Who are the Braves? The Braves. The Braves. Yeah. Unfortunately, the team that Toronto just pounded. <laughs> I did actually see that, which which impressed Unfortunately, me. Unfortunately, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm a Yankee fan, and we suck this year. So there's that. All kinds of good stuff. But you didn't come to the show to listen to baseball. Uh, and if you did, well, we can talk about that later. But let's kick this off with a story that comes to us from CE. Pro Snap AV is planning to go public. They've filed their IPO registration with the SEC. The number of shares and that price range has not yet been determined. Uh, this is a, I don't want to say this is an interesting story, but it is an interesting story because they, uh, Snap AV purchased Control 4 after they were public and brought them back to private so they could purchase them, yada, yada, yada. And now they are planning to go public public which is really a, a just a huge uh ascent for for the north carolina company ken when you see this there's obviously a lot of things that go into a planning to go public actually going public and and being a public company but let's focus on that last part being a public company when they go public if they do decide to follow through with their ipo does that change the makeup of how and 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 the manner in which snap av has been run and how they work with integrators maybe maybe i mean it's a big company there's so much going on the thing is their formula for working with integrators has kind of been unique in the industry and it's been their point of success so i think they got to be careful about how much they affect that because that could have implications on how successful they continue to be you want to keep that same kind of momentum going so i think they're gonna to have to watch that internally behind the scenes yeah there's you know there's different management there's different power there's different there's different um you know uh, motivation for stockholders who are involved mm -hmm. now so that's going to change some things that's going to have influence it's going to be market influences that they're going to need to be more aware of now uh, things like that. Um, but essentially, I, I think I, I'm pretty excited about this. I thought it was a pretty neat story when it when it just broke. Um, you know, I was told a long time ago, if you're going to invest in something, invest in something that you're passionate about. Mm -hmm. And if there's one thing that we are collectively in the AV industry 
it's passionate. I mean, yeah. let's be honest, most of us are in here because we have a passion for AV at some point. Very few of us can say we went to college and studied AV and pursued a degree in a career in that field, right? We got here because we liked it. We're passionate about doing this and working with AV. And so Snap AV has got an audience uh, that's very passionate about being in the AV industry. And I think they're going to be passionate about this opportunity to continue to be a customer of Snap AV and maybe at some point and a partial owner, a participant mm -hmm. in Snap AV. So I think it does, to your question, change it just a little bit because I think you got a lot more opinions and a lot more potential people with passion who want to be part of the excitement. Yeah, very good. Richie, when you when you follow this, um, I, I'm cautiously optimistic about this. Obviously, uh, being a private company, they don't disclose sales numbers, they don't disclose profit margins, all of that stuff, which will very quickly become public uh, when this goes through. I don't foresee a lot of issues with that, just based on what I know of their their business model. But we also watched Control 4 go public and then work on innovation, but while working on innovation, innovate by acquisition. Snap's been huge in the acquisition market. Do you forecast after their IPO that they will become even bolder in acquisitions? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's what we're seeing is it was a natural evolution of where Snap was just, they evolved to the point that it made sense. There's how many companies in the CI channel are able to say that. Mm -hmm. um, we're not going to see much difference in terms of the day-to-day, -day, how dealers, you know, order product, how they interact with ordering and customer service and everything you know i mean what we are going to want to keep an eye on is what the long-term plan is you know how are they going to be operating because again when you start out as a private company and a founder-based company um it's like ken was saying your found you, you your your dna comes from passion and a public company can be passionate there's now the and responsible to the shareholders. So everything that is now used with Snap AV in the future will be, well, we've looked at this company in effort to be providing value to the shareholders in order to grow the stock price. You know, there's going to be a whole lot of unspokens across the decisions that are made. And so the amount of revenue that they're creating and you know going public just made total sense from a business standpoint um do you potentially start losing some d some of the dna and the mind share and what happens with the smaller companies that were founder based and were operating within um will they retain that passion for the ci industry and and that really does become the question is does snap av finally determine that you know we're moving enough stuff that the smaller CI industry, eh, we'll take them or leave them. We've got bigger fish to fry now. And so they are now potentially leveraging themselves to operate in a market with a Best Buy, mm -hmm. with a larger uh, e-tailer, uh, because they're going to have the, the roadmap and they're going to have the product and they're going to build the alliances to to grow that business. And so 
you know, for the CI industry, you know, it's where the nostalgic part of me goes, yeah, you know, custom is custom itself is, is becoming more antiquated. There'll always be bespoke, mm-hmm. but that margin is shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. So now it's a matter of as this industry has evolved, how can you appeal to the mass market to continue your business survival? Because again, Snap AV caters to the CI industry. The CI industry is made up of small custom installation companies. So really that's going to be a matter of how are these custom installation companies going to adapt with Snap not necessarily becoming a competitor, but you're seeing it in the marketplace now. The manufacturers that CI dealers are working with are becoming more and more direct competitors. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so I you know I think long term in terms of the roadmap, yeah, I, I could see a Snap AV for home portal at some point, where you know kind of kind of where the gray area where Monoprice operates. You yeah. know, you could see Snap AV saying, hey, you know, buy this product and in your geographic area here are fifteen. You know, the Amazon model, right? Here are 15 companies who are Snap AV dealers who can go ahead and have been trained on this. We can provide your installation services. So, you know, it is just another indicator of, of how the industry is changing and, and how, as a CI dealer, are you going to embrace it and adapt with it? Yeah, we saw that a lot with, with Sonos as well when they went public. It They had to change some of their directions a little bit and, and really push that... that um, direct to consumer model to satisfy wall street so what is it look loyalty is fungible when you're dealing with shareholders (laughs) (laughs) yeah shareholders but you might be able to own a piece so there you go all right let's uh let's change topics there for a minute and uh move over to an article that comes to us from avnation.tv I am CCA, the Interactive Multimedia and Collaborative Communications Alliance, announces a strategic partnership with Cedia Expo. Uh, what this is, is uh, IMCC is going to bring their insights and subject matter experts to a variety of CD Expo 2021 activations, including the Smart Expo uh, or, or Cedia Expo Smart Stage and the Innovation Hub. The topics will be centered on exponentially growing work from home as far as Resi Marshall, uh, as well as hosting technology demonstrations of home office communication solutions on the show floor. Richie, let me let me start with you on this one. We keep hearing and, and we'll continue to hear uh, work from home, uh, bringing true collaborative tools into the residential space. Is, is IMCCA are they the, the the main partner that you expect to see working with CD Expo? Now, now again, keep in mind, this is CD Expo. This is not CD Direct. This is with the show running company. Um, but and not to take anything away from MCCA, but if you ask a panel of integrators in the residential world, they're not necessarily likely to know who IMCCA is. We'll just call it. Why didn't they call it Vixa? <laughs> I mean, let's just cut to the chase. Why I wasn't beating around the bush Vixa? that much. <laughs> you, you know, I, I mean, are they there? Can they provide value? Do they bring a different voice? Are there, are there, um, you know, subject matter experts, you know, across varied organizations? Mm-hmm. Sure. Does Emerald probably have a stronger relationship 
with IMCCA, probably. You know, again, it's organizations are still built from people. Mm -hmm. And people are going to work with the relationships that they feel more comfortably with or that they have confidence in. So if you're dealing with a known, say the individuals in IMCCA have worked a little more closely with the Emerald organizers, the Emerald Expo team, well, you're going to work with who you're comfortable with. I mean, it just it it, it flattens the, the friction points mm -hmm. um, for the CDA channel. Given the relationship that <laughs> that we have with the other shows and as an industry, it was a head scratcher. Uh, but again, it's it's the same way that I see in the next few years where we will be seeing much more tightly aligned um, efforts between CDA Expo and the Kitchen and Bath Association. Yeah. Uh, you know, there were. This basically shows that CDA Expo's trajectory is more towards the appliance definition, right? The yeah. smart device definition. Whether it's a smart speaker, whether it's a, uh, you know, a, a voice assistant that goes along, you know, it's 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 the promises that we'd have at CDA Expo 15 years ago of the connected home, right? Mm -hmm. How many times across? You know, we would see on the on the expo uh, taglines, right? The connected home. How many times have we heard and seen it written about the connected home? Okay, well, due to a global pandemic, <laughs> we got rushed we got into one. the connected home. <laughs> and so, I think what they're saying is, look, who 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 are organizations that have been working with this that have a voice that we can fold in quickly? Given that what the show's in September. Y yes. So. June, July, a hundred days. Mm -hmm. So you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, you also have to take a look at just kind of the math on who, where's the path of least resistance. So, um, you know, does it work? Have has IMCCA been working a little bit more focused on the on the on the work from home concept? Yes. So it's a natural hand in hand partnership mm -hmm. at that point. Um, greater broad strokes is the industry in terms of when they talk about residential. Well that at that point then to me it would point to like a vixa which is already the, the you know corporate enterprise the, the companies that are yeah. already doing that so it's 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 almost this segmenting away of the ci industry from its first cousin the commercial industry you know and so now we're kind of dealing with the third cousin who kind of came in and said hey by the way you know we, we can do I that can work too. From home too we can do that too <laughs> right you know it's you know, and that's kind of see is, you know, IMCCA is like that third cousin twice removed. It's like they just showed up at the family reunion. You're like, oh, you're related. All right. Come on in, I guess, you know, have some ribs. Get a plate. <laughs> get a plate. Yeah. Did you bring anything? No. Yeah. No, and they didn't. They drink all oh, your beer and leave, okay. right? <laughs> okay. Gosh, I'm going to get hate mail for this one. All right. Let's, let's change topics slightly before I get into too much trouble. Although, yeah, it is a bit of a head scratcher. That being said the 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 partnership side uh, aside that was, god that was terrible can the thing that i do love about this is we've had non-stop conversation for like two years now about work from home let's get you know corporate grade systems and equipment into customers homes so that when they are working from home they can effectively do that but what we haven't seen is from from you know kind of CDA corporate, we haven't seen a lot of actual. Hey, this is how you do that. We've seen it from manufacturers, 
uh, kudos to them, including yourself. Um, but we've just had a lot of talk about it. We haven't really taught integrators how to do it properly. And that kind of shows up in, you know, honestly, a lot of their Instagram posts about how they're doing work from home. Is this not really a, uh, a needed step to have a, a body or, or, or reaching out beyond the, the existing group to bring in somebody to help teach integrators how to do this properly? Yeah, you know, you're, you're, you're probably hitting the nail on the head with that question. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I think you framed it well because you, you mentioned the manufacturers. And, you know, I work for Atlona and there's several other, almost every manufacturer, a lot of really good ones who've done a great job um, in, during this pandemic at advising their customers on what to do. Um, and especially in the residential uh, segment now, I mean, from Atlona, that's in residential, that's our primary focus is on the crossover into mm -hmm. the commercial space in, in that channel. So, you know, from a CDS standpoint, you got all these manufacturers who are given their input and you, you're not really loyal to any one manufacturer. Everybody's, you know, promoting their brand and teaching you how to do it. So how does CDS have an impartial stake in, in, in training and, and educating on, on this, in this new pandemic and, and work from home environment? Well, you bring in, you know, the impartial twice removed third cousin with the, who drink all your beer <laughs> and, they, and, they, and let them either be the good guy or the bad guy in this, right? <laughs> so yeah, maybe that's probably, that's probably true. And, you know, you think about it, it is an important segment. Uh, you know, I, I think, you know, we, we kind of tongue in cheek, we have a little fun with why are they, why are they at CDA when they should be at Avixa? They probably should be at both. Uh, is Avixa a better fit? Yeah, probably. But honestly, that residential space, you're doing a lot. It's not just work from home. Mm -hmm. Work from home is bigger than one thing. Work from home is uh, simple on your laptop, being able to do your coding, homework and whatever and keep up and upload that and collaborate with your team uh you know from your computer screen in a in a session like we are right now but sometimes work from home is an executive or a high profile person in the company who is talking to a lot of people communicating in a lot of ways doing a lot of demonstrations in a very collaborative environment where a laptop and a laptop microphone and camera are just not sufficient enough for what this person needs to get across. They need a corporate level product, but how do you use a corporate level product in your home? That's a challenge, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's different. You don't want all this. Your spouse isn't gonna want all this stuff in the house probably, and you may not have an integrator coming in to put all this stuff in your house. So there's challenges to figure that out. And then beyond that, it's again, it's more than work from home. It's educate from home. My kids have been home half the year, learn from here. Yours probably have to. So how do they get the best experience and how do they integrate with everybody else and on the same network and sharing bandwidth? And then it's not just educate from home, it's telemedicine. Um, my, we've got to call my daughter's doctor tomorrow. We're not going in to see them, it's telemedicine. This is probably the, mm -hmm. you know, dozen time we've had a telemedicine call with the doctor. I've never had one before this year. Now it's the primary way we meet with the doctor. And so that needs to have you know, a special way to interact. And it's very important and secure information potentially that we're talking about. So, um, you know, it's important that I think 
either this group is here or some group is here and CD is addressing it and making sure that the broader audience within the CD market have a chance to consume this information and connect with the right products and the right kind of installation. Yeah, I agree. And it's a perfect segue into our last story of the day. This comes to us from Residential Tech Today. Biamps Conference Room Solutions are now certified for Zoom Rooms. Uh, Again, you may be sitting there going, well, why are you talking commercial in a residential show? But to Ken's point, this is exactly the type of product that goes into an executive's home office so that they can properly collaborate. Ken, let me let me come back to you on this. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, to kind of your, your point on the, the last story, we are seeing, albeit it, it's smaller numbers, but we are seeing true replications of a executive's office being done in their home. What's involved in trying to not only market, but, but train yourself up to get to the point to, if you have never done this before, right, you have literally done quote unquote work from home as far as a, maybe a Logitech camera on a pedestal and a decent polycom, um, you know, headset, right? That that's been your solution for your customers. How do you get to the point where you're comfortable and, and able to install this type of true commercial solution into a residence. Yeah. So there's a a couple of factors I think manufacturers have recognized that help here. And number one is packaging a solution because it is difficult at home if, if, you know, technology, if audiovisual technology is not your expertise and you need some kind of a camera and a computer with the right soft codec and a mic and a speaker, uh, maybe even some kind of a switching device for your sources or something, it it escalates quickly, right? It gets a little Mm -hmm. bit confusing. If that's bought as a package, it becomes a little bit easier now. And if that manufacturer like Biamp has gone out and certified their product with the most popular codecs out there that you're likely going to use, Zoom, Mm -hmm. Teams, Chime, Amazon's in the business now, right? And, And so many others. Uh, then you've got another level of confidence uh, that your devices are going to communicate together properly. That's going to make it easier. And another thing manufacturers, I think, have done a really good job during the pandemic is putting together training to help enable you to do this from your home, whether it's being able to communicate live with somebody in tech support like we're doing right now, or Mm -hmm. putting together some really simplified, nice videos that you can go out to a site, watch the how-to, and be able to interact and uh, learn how to do it. Um, you know, and then beyond that, it comes with the intangibles that we're all used to now. I've got myself a dedicated space. I put the dog outside. The kids don't come in because I shut the door. I mean, you know, there are some things like that we all had to learn about. <laughs> we all had to learn many of us the hard way, uh, you know, and how to do that. Uh, and here's what I, and here's the plus side for me on, on, on the back side of this. At some point, many of the folks who invest in this technology and put it in their house will return back to the office, right? Maybe not everybody, but a lot of people will. And most of that equipment that they buy to put in their home can be taken back to the office and put into their corporate office or used into a huddle space or another room. So the company who's investing in it for their employee at home, who's paying Mm -hmm. for it, 
doesn't just lose the investment that by pulling the company back to the office, they can still continue to use that. Yeah, very good. Richie, wrap this up for us. I, I've I've been conflicted over these stories really since this started for, for two reasons. One, you know, it, it is a different, it's a different skill set. It's a different learning curve uh, to do a true commercial, you know, environment, if you will, than it is to do a home theater, right? There, there's similar similarities there, but they are different. The way you approach it is different. The security is different. That being said, there are tons of manufacturers that have tons of solutions out there, whether it's Biamp, whether it's Crestron, whether it's Athlona, whether it's Vadio, or like, you know, the list goes on and on. What do dealers do? Should dealers go about creating, to, to Ken's point, different packages that they can literally just, here you go. This is what we can do for you. As far as, again, a basic to a, a, a somewhat advanced to a full-blown conference system. Is that is that market large enough to justify the time and the training required to do that? Or is it so niche that you should only go after it if you've got those executives already as your clients? I think it's more a matter of, do you want to do it or do you just want the IT manager to do it? Because what's going to happen is that the IT manager, so like the first thing that came to my mind is that, you know, maybe a office worker mm -hmm. may not get the budget for a package like this. Um, however, a law firm that has 40 partners in 16 different offices if you standardize at the corporate level, at the at the at that level, and you can put together the package, because again, with work from home, you don't get an on-site technician. Yeah. So there has to be a way to be able to facilitate the fact that yeah, the dog's going to come running in, the kid might trip over the cord, something gets unplugged, right? It's it's not the if something goes wrong, it's the when something goes wrong, right? You, mm -hmm. you know, you know, you you don't want to be in the middle of um, a deposition with the cat ears on, right? <laughs> you know, you know. I swear, I'm not a cat, but that's what this is about, right? Mm -hmm. And as professionals in this industry, it's the ability to work with again, much like the commercial industry has been saying, hey, we are expand, and it's a different approach, right? The, the from the commercial and the enterprise side, they're saying, look, we have to extend the office into the home. So they're taking that approach with saying, for consistency's sake, SKU numbers, purchasing, firmware yeah. updates, your yearly budget, I mean, all of these things. And then what Ken said, when they come back in the office, have them bring the package with them. We'll retask them to a huddle space. From the CI side of it, you have to, you're going the other way saying, hey, you're at home we're looking to provide as close to the office experience as possible who are you going to target the professionals right mm -hmm. you're going to part you're going to target not necessarily someone who's going to say hey i wasn't given the budget for x amount to kit out yep. my home office like i got the laptop that's it and i'm making the best of it and i've got you know minecraft uh <laughs> you know screens behind me or something <laughs> 
However, there is that segment in that market, you know, you're not going to sell it to an HMO necessarily, but you've got a private practice of doctors who do have HIPAA requirements, who do have secure requirements. So how do you provide, again, how are you as a solutions provider going to work with companies? Well, the first thing is, okay, well, great. Greater populace is using Zoom. Here are the Zoom tested solutions that we can provide that plug in that yes, you know, you may have your laptop as the primary unit that you pop in, but here is your work from home suite that we have worked with you. Uh, you know, Dave Pedigo, what was his approach was great. Now let's acoustically treat your room, right? There, there are things that in dedicated spaces, you know, the environment itself that all of these little niche industries are popping up that are hopefully necessary if you're in a professional application to show that level of professionalism. I mean, that, for me, you know, that's kind of where I see the sell as. Mm-hmm. You're a professional company. We're looking to create as professional a remote situation for you as possible. It is an investment in your people and in the business and representing yourself in the best way possible. And, and, and so that's where a integrated, tested, manufacturer-supported solution comes into play and then you need somebody who can come in and say and by the way we're also handling your network here at home because it is not going to send anybody you do have other creature comforts right you need a display here well are you going to go single display or dual display to make life easier here uh you know what's your wi-fi like in here i mean so they all dovetail into one another but again with this is resi week right the resi approach is going to be that 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 bubble up solution which is, yeah, we know we ha- you have this in your office. You use Zoom every day for all these conferences. So we're providing a package that can be used that the company may be reimburse you for <laughs> if we present it in the right way yep. to uh, raise the level of your presentations. Yeah, very good. All right, gentlemen, let's leave it there. Thank you both so much for joining us. Uncle Richie, if people want to connect with you, learn more about Fergosa Design, where can they do that? Well, uh, first, you can type my name into the interwebs, and you can see me pop up there. This is the website, fergosadesign.com. You can find me on Twitter, at rfergosa. But as I always say, the best place I hope you find me is here on AV Nation and our suite of shows obviously here with my good friends and also our show on the uh control and automation industry a state of control with my good friend and the boss man of the show steve greenblatt um that'd be the best way and obviously by uh checking out our supporters so that's the best part yeah very much so steve's awesome i love that guy Mr. Eagle, thank you, sir. Thank you so much for joining us from the lovely South. If people want to connect with you, learn more about Athlona, where can they do that? Awesome. Well, thanks again, Matt. Um, as always, you can check us out on Athlona.com. Uh, lots of uh, some exciting new products coming out right now. Check that out. Also, we've got a webinar coming out next week on a new product. Uh, you're going to want to be online for that one. Um, and uh alona.com slash training sign up for our training programs are completely free you can hit me up anytime ken.eagle at alona.com awesome thank you gentlemen uh again thank you all for joining us if you'd like to connect with me you can find me on twitter at 
Matt D. Scott, and pretty much every other social platform. But more importantly, please visit avnation.tv, where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our supporters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you check them out as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Resi Week. 